here's the thing. I like to do all these things, and they're great in theory. It's when Execute. Wednesday comes rolling around, yeah, yeah, and nobody shows up, mm-hmm. or no one's pushing the room. So we got to, <clears throat> if we're gonna do open mics, which I think is really smart, very smart. Well, we all, I don't know. Sometimes my favorite way to see a comic is at an open mic because there it is experimental, and you get to see them a little bit. Open mic vulnerable. shouldn't. I mean, open mic really can. Think about it, what an open mic is. It's a chance for comics to come out. Basically, anybody could come out. It doesn't have to be labeled amateur night. No, Open I know. Open mic is anybody who can come out. Right, and if... if the, thank you. It, the idea, I think, is that it's fun. It's a fun idea to go, yes, there's going to be amateurs there, but there's also going to be like real professionals working on material. So you get I've to been see connected with a lot of different open mics over the years. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the fall and rise. Yeah. It's kingdoms. Fine. It, it, it's let's, kingdoms. Let's go with this analogy. I'm, I'm telling you because sometimes <laughs> there'll be a kingdom, like St. Pete had a kingdom yeah, of yeah, op- yeah. open mics at one point. Yeah, yeah. Which was great because then comics want to just come in, work out, and work. Yeah. If especially if there's a couple in a different in different places, I don't see why if you're in the Sarasota Bradenton area, you wouldn't want to run an open mic with us because we're dedicated to this business. Well, yeah, and we also we have a real passion for open mics. You know what I do at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night when there's nothing going on? Cry? Yes, almost. <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah, I my know. My eyes hurt in the morning. I know. I, I've lost all my mojo because I didn't do nothing. I wake up sad because I go, yeah. what did I do last night? Nothing. Well, that, that's what this this is probably a misnomer but most most people when they talk about open mics especially like later on in their career they always talk about like how terrible they are but they don't realize that that was grounding them when they would go out on the road and do shows with headliners or something like that that they didn't, they didn't like it's when you got to the open mic again you got to be around all your friends again isn't this a different culture of comedy right now with newer comics and this has been going on for a while so i really yeah. can't say newer that you don't want to leave your area that is a new thing that I have heard of. I think it's more like we're in a fucking devastating economy and no, it's $5 because gas. it's always been shit. It's always shit, right? I, I, I yeah, Les talks about it a lot actually. What owner of McCurdy's he talks about? Yeah, like a lot of a lot of guys want to get famous in their own town. locally. Yeah, I just heard they don't want to travel. That Danny McBride mm. lives in Charleston, South Carolina. Did you know this? No, and maybe this is wrong. <laughs> no, I, I know. If you haven't heard it, then I, I, my information. I know who Danny it came McBride. from. A, it came from Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. What does it have to do? I don't get what's what's. He so doesn't what? look. He wants he wants community. Oh yeah, exactly. L.A. sucks. That's what we were on. Yeah, we were talking about getting famous in your own area, and you I don't want completely to. forgot. I don't want to get famous. What we were talking way. about. Oh okay. No, it's not about getting famous. Famous. Oh, for everyone. Right, right. What I'm saying is. Every guy gets to, most people get to work in their town. Yeah. They leave their home, that they slept in their bed, mm-hmm. that they had dinner in last night, and they go to a job and they get to come home. Mm-hmm. Comics don't have that luxury. No. I just listened to Joey Coco Diaz. Great guy. Okay. Great comic. Having a panic attack yeah. on a tour bus on the Burt Kreischer tour. Right. Because he's 60. Too many gummies. He's just, no. And he's, look, when you get old to a certain point, you're pretty comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, you're yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And he didn't want to be on the road. 
Yeah. You want to be on the tour bus. Even even on a tour bus. Even on a major tour. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about how, you know, if it didn't go his way, I'm going home. If it, if this tour bus, the road was not great, they flew him to an, the last gig, then if the flight wasn't good, I'm just going back. To, you know, he just was not going to put up with it no more. At yeah. some point, look, where is Chappelle at? Somewhere in Ohio? Yeah, but. Yellow Springs, Ohio? Yeah, but all these guys, I would say. Coco Diaz might be the exception here, but all these guys have like their like headquarters. They're famous. Well, no, but they still have their headquarters. Like Chappelle operates out of his hometown in Ohio, where he knows he can go to any bar and fill the place right. out to He's get well a crowd. Known. He's well known, right? But they still have like the place that they come back to to work out material. Now, for a lot of people, it was L.A. It was the comedy store. Since COVID, they've all kind of went out to their own separate ways. Rogan's in Austin. But this is a new culture I'm talking about. You guys, no, I know. Possibly changing the game to say you don't have to go to L.A. or New York. I don't or think work do. at or work at the cellar or work at the store. You could probably just with pure writing. Let me tell you something. I've been working on a new act for I told you for a while. Yeah. Right. I got about ninety index cards. It's going slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very slow. Yeah. I'm trying it in, in places where it probably shouldn't be tried, but I got no choice because there's not enough mics. Yeah, but that's a good way to, to test the material. I, I do my only way. Yeah. It's on people on the phone. It's cashiers at Publix. Okay, not someone it's, I was. Thinking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, it's terrible. It's a, yes, you have no choice sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. to go. Let me sneak this in here. Yeah, yeah. Then you feel weird. So let's create a new little tiny pond that can start off as a pond of comedy, and then it can be a fucking lake eventually. We and call it something. So then we can brand it. You always want to brand it. it. You always want to fucking. We sell it. No, but uh, I, I think we're creating something cool. So if you do listen to this podcast and you are a fan of either me or Carmen, preferably me, um, come out to the open mic. Support us because we're going to be trying out new material. I mean, I just sat in front of a crowd full of like 20-year-olds talking about choking my partner during sex, and they loved it. You know what I mean? I tried that in the old folks' home. And well, no, They, they fucking be, hated yeah. it. They didn't well, even know what non-binary choking, meant. Choking your partner during sex is very controversial. I think that's true. Ever since the guy from NXS died. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you don't know that band? No. Oh, my God. He died from choking his girlfriend? Well, he was, he was, <laughs> How in, does that he, he enjoyed the asphyxiation. Too much. Tantrums. Yeah. And I, I think that's how he died. Personally, I don't get but it. He was by himself, by the way. I don't get choking. Um, I've also, I'm like, I'm a claustrophobic person. Yeah. So, like, I don't like it when I'm in an elevator. Yeah, Kelly's very claustrophobic. She don't like anything. Yeah. So, but my partner likes it. I don't like it. I don't she even likes like. She likes smothering. Yeah, I don't like the choking aspect. I don't even like choking somebody. To be honest with you, it makes me uncomfortable. But it's consensual choking. I do it for love. Yeah, yeah, of course it's consensual. Well, I mean, no one would think it would be if they saw it from like if your window was open. Make sure that the window <laughs> is closed because there's unless you have a. Is there like a universal symbol for consensual choking? Yeah, like uh, a heart being choked. Because that would signify love. The the universal signal is like, oh yeah, that's the universal. Yeah, but you can't signal. hear that when you're muffled. Yeah, when people are looking through oh, yeah. their windows yeah. with binoculars, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. especially where you live. Yeah, yeah. That whole area has got a bunch of people. Well, when we're very like nosy. hugging at the end of it and they're not crying, I think they should get the picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no one's there for the whole picture. Yeah, I know. You, if you ever see. Someone who gets caught doing something bad, they have like three seconds of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then there's no context. I have this joke, actually. Where I say, like, out of context, I'm right, a terrible out of context. person. I'm a terrible person. Out of person. context, you're a horrible choker. I'm a, no, no, I'm beyond Out joking. of context. Out of context, you would probably you, hear me say, like, you know what? 
fuck disabled people. Like, and they would just, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and they didn't get the full right. context like, of the story. Like we did with Australia. Yes. We said, fuck Australia. Fuck Australia. And most people got it. No, nobody got that. Oh, they didn't? No, they hated us. I thought yeah. there was a couple of people that got it. We lost all of Australia after that clip. There was one guy that says, why is my country in the corner? And I thought he got it. Oh. He was being, you know, snarky with it. I think he's mad. I haven't heard from Andy in a while. That's our only. That's our only Australian fan. Andy, yeah, but he sounds like a world traveler because he said he was in Fiji last time we talked to him. He could have had a picture. It looked like a Corona commercial. He probably just screenshotted something that he. No. You think he was really there? We have cool fans. Like our fans are like mm. James Bond. -esque. Let me tell you, the fans are. We had fifty-seven downloads like last week, two days in a row. Fuck yeah! Guys. I'm not going to attribute this to Jason. Because no, then he'll want more money. It's us. But I'm saying something's happening. We're I think you're, you're being consistent with the uploading. Yes. That's all this has to be. I'm That's where I was with the open mic thing. If you want these open mics to succeed, yeah. all you really got to do, to tell you the truth, what you really have to do is spend way more time, all the comics, with writing. Writing, yes. They have and, to. Because there's, there's not a lot of natural talent. There's and, not a lot of guys who can just go on stage and, and improv. Funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you got to have the skill. Like... If you believe me, writing is much more disciplined. It takes much. It's harder than than performing. Well, but the the way I've always ran an open mic was like it's. I ran like a baseball team. Like you're up next. Like try to fucking deliver. Like it was me and so my bullpen. We're a team. Yeah, I mean, realistically, because an open mic isn't a show. It's an open. It's an amateur night. But you still want the the crowd to be entertained enough to come back the next week and give it another shot. So like. I do have, I have like me and my starters and I have like either my A team or sometimes I have that B team that night or sometimes I have that C team, the team that is just a bunch of rookies and none of them go and if I'm hosting it, I'm trying to like do everything I can to make sure that I'm setting them up right and I'm trying to make the audience still want to be a part of the show. And you know that only because of past performance. Yeah, because I've seen, I hate, when I, when I was like first starting, I hated going to open mics where the host was already giving up. Where he was just fucking, oh, you know, the next comic. I hated that because if you're giving up, then the room's giving up. And you're not giving, you're not doing anybody any favors yeah. by being a bitch right now. Go up there, try to juice the room. Try to just squeeze everything you can out of it. Just give it give it your all. You know what I mean? Really. Like, I hated seeing that. Like, I hated when the host was just like. So you're saying, mm. when you say juice the room, you're saying like choke it. Yeah, like choke that Choke room. the room. Consensually. Consensually choke it. Yeah, choke as as you room. can. Squeeze yeah. as much no as you can. No safe words that night. By the way, is there a safe word in choking? Yeah. Oh, there is. Yeah, it's called ah. You're <laughs> <laughs> tapping, like yeah. a tap out kind of thing. I listen for gurgling. When I hear gurgling, I'm like, all right, I should probably release. This. <sighs> yeah. But that first breath of fresh is it air, fully clothed choking. <laughs> yeah, we don't even do it during <laughs> sex. Actually, we just get in arguments over the dishes like, and we start like if choking, you're choking each during other. eating or yeah, during, yeah, yeah, like all kinds of choking. That turns them on a lot when I just start choking on meat. Right. Yeah, they don't even help me. Like a big chunk. <sighs> yeah, I think of myself as like the Heimlich maneuver. It's pretty nice. That'd be a great porno. No, <laughs> you're choking on meat and then someone else is masturbating. Nobody's. To it. It's like, oh. It's it just exact... cuts to me, like, fucking on the Dead, ground, passed right? out. Yeah. Wow. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I still think, and you ignored this. I'm not sure why. <laughs> We're talking about writing. You, it's your, no, no. Bull, your bullpen of people yeah. need to write. Of course they need to write, yeah. And they so, need to come up with new shit every week. Isn't that writing? Yeah. Honey? Please explain I'm, to him why you, you just want to be agreed with. the word writing. I won't be a yes man. It's supposed to be improv. Yeah. Yes and. Y yes, right.
Right, and no. have a bullhead. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, of course. Because these guys, like, you know, they tried this up at Coconuts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's, it seemed like that was going on for a while. You know, you had the head guy who was running that thing, Danny, whatever his name was, Via. No, that's a plumber. Danny, somebody, the comedian, was running a writing room during the week. Yeah. And it helped a lot of people. Sure. Because they, it, look, just to say, I'm going to write, Elevate each it's other. hard. Elevate each other, though. But then to organize it and then be, if you made me accountable, like we do, us three make each other accountable. Right. We have to show up for each other here. Yeah. Right? I mean, mostly it's me making you guys accountable. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, if you attach yourself to somebody else, now you're responsible Yeah. to be show up not just for you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we got a writing room. Yeah, yeah. We're going to work on it. The problem with writing with comics is, you know, the problem. Everybody wants to get their joke in. <sighs> that, and then there's crossover. Whose joke was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Well, yeah, that's why you got to get... I only write with people that I really trust. So we should have individual soundproof rooms that we could see each other through windows. No, no, and it's go, like prison. I got a new joke. Yeah. <laughs> when it's recorded. It's prison, yes. Writing's yeah. prison. You no, know no, that. You just... I don't like Every to... major writer goes to Italy or a mountain or somewhere to write right. for weeks. Plus, only a few people... Like, I can only write for a few people. There's some people I can't write for. I just, I just their voice is Well, you don't want to so write alien. for anybody, right? All, no, you, all you're trying to do is set up the room. No, no, no. But, like, if we're doing a writing group. It's not SNL. Uh, you're so all over the place. I don't know what's happening anymore. SNL has a writer's room. I know. But that's for group. We're not doing sketches. No, I know that. But if, I'm, if, if somebody goes, hey, I have an idea for a premise, and then I'm going to tag that up, I can only do that for so many people. I can't. Because, like... Sometimes the voice is too alien to me, and I I can only say it in the way that I would say it, or like, you know, I just don't understand their style. Does that make sense? No, because I think you're you're pretty good at. I don't know who would be alien, so alien to you. Like, there's a couple guys that have like low energy that I can't write for. I don't know how their cadence is too unfamiliar to me. It feels like it's coming up on anger. No, I'm just. (laughs) I don't know. Fuck these people. No, no, that I can't. I don't even know their voice. No, no, no. I'm ready to choke them, but yeah, not yeah, for yeah, for yeah. love. Yeah, no, it's 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 a true thing. Like like some people, it's hard to write for. I don't know. There's some people that I have like no answers for them. Like I'll watch their set and I'll try to come up with tags, and I'm just like I have nothing for them because like I just don't know how. Maybe they tagged as much as they could. Maybe they just suck. No, I'm just kidding. no, no. Like I thought that was gonna be the answer. No, no, no. But maybe realistically, I just can't write. Is there? For them. Is there? Could you imagine? You have 50 lines on one topic, right? Is there more to say about it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm thinking in these terms now. Maybe you read 100 lines on one topic, Mm -hmm. and then you weed it down to 10, 15. Yeah. It's very hard because you get sick of it. Right. You get so sick of it. I have to take breaks. I thought I could write every day. I actually wrote down an affirmation card that forced me to write every day. Yeah. But then I couldn't look at the card no more. I was reading it to myself going, are you crazy? You can't, you can't expect this out of you. You know who you are, right? Affirmation card. Yes. Why? I will spend, because it works for me. Like. Because my mind has to be programmed. Right. Like if I leave gaps of non-programming, holes mm. where people could get in there. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm doing your shit. <laughs> like I'm cleaning and fixing up the house. Right, right, right. I found that I was doing it yesterday. I fixed a lot of things around here. Mm-hmm. I didn't write. No. And 
So I have to tell myself every day, look, you're going to spend an hour. In like, I came in, in here right before you guys came. Yeah. Just to clean it up. And then I started looking at my stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's a good tag for that. Right. I started writing. That makes me feel like I accomplished. Like, I'm telling you, I get up in the morning. And I go, what the hell did you do yesterday? Right, right, Every right. day. There's never, I, I, the pit is so huge. But after listening to Danny McBride at the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable, I realize we're all going through it no matter what level we're at. Yeah. No matter what level you believe you just have not achieved enough. No. Otherwise, you would stop, you would just stop growing entirely. Yeah, it's different age levels. So you're young. You have no kids. You know, you're not in that spot. 60-year-old guys, I've watched a few 60-year-old comics lately. And they need help. Yeah. They need help either saying, we got to rewrite everything. Mm. We got to get back into the real world and understand what's going on. Well, I even problem. go through that. Sometimes you get insulated. Well, you don't, you, you trap yourself. Yes, it's insulation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's insulation because you can surround yourself with all the old comfort things, like the music oh, yeah. and everything. Like my daughter just sent me. She'll make me garage tunes, right? So sit in the garage and drink and whatever. Yeah. Make me a CD of what's going on today, the music that you like. Right. Right. So I'm listening to her tunes. And we used to do that on the way to high school with all of them. So I knew all the music. Instead right. of me just playing ACDC for the one millionth time or yeah, yeah. you know, the eighties channel, mm -hmm. let me hear something fresh. Right, right. And then I watch Stranger Things and he's using songs from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't fresh. No, that song's in my head. Yeah. But no, she's, that's what I think is going on. Older comics, what's the reference that they're using, right? You can see where they're coming from. Well, yeah, or or they get so insulated. Like, you still have a relatable life. You know what I mean? You have your wife, you have children that are in college and stuff like that, or, like, getting out of college. They're making their way through life. You still have a relatable You're not driving around in, like, a $250,000 car. Mm with kids that you haven't talked to because they hate their dad. You know what I mean? Like you're, you, you haven't become that insulated. You might think you are, but you're not. You're actually still very relatable to the common folk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people just skyrocket so fast that they have to try and fight to stay relatable. Well, also I think what I'm, because there's no way I'm even near that. What I'm talking about is that you just get to the point where you get sick of society. Yeah. So you don't go to firework events. Right, right, right. And watch the guy who's sitting in the street get all pissed off because the guy wants to park in exactly where he's sitting already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the, the turmoil with too much music in one spot. Well, we're, we're watching fireworks and someone's playing music, mm -hmm. you know, and everyone has to listen to their music to the fireworks, right? I'm like, this is the public. This is what goes on in the public. You have to. So you're talking about you? <laughs> it's not a very specific, like, you well, it happens. That I mean, it was parked in your parking spot. No, actually, I was watching that. <laughs> that I watched. No, I was smart about it. Look, I go into those things with very low expectations. You, yeah, you know yeah. what's you know what you got yourself into here. It's yeah, going to yeah. be thousands of people right. with thousands of cars trying to get out at the end. The, everybody knows at the end, right? That I rush. Wait. I wait. You either wait, yeah. right, or you got a spot where, like, we got a spot where I knew I could make a right hand turn and I would avoid most of the traffic, but Smart. I still didn't know for sure. Smart. Didn't know for sure because yeah. when I got to the light, the cops were diverting everybody one way, so uh -huh. I had to make an illegal U turn. Where'd you go for the fireworks? The mall. The mall. UTC, the lake. Why? Because it was Sunday night and we they were gonna... shoot off fireworks at the mall. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. They shoot them off over the lake. So you can park at the mall. Oh. You can park at the shopping centers. You can park it's at the park. Though, right? 
everywhere. So I went to the hospital. The hospital? Yeah. It's a little secret Brampton? spot. No, in uh, Sarasota. Oh, you mean to watch Sarasota's fireworks? No, I could see them all. Oh, it's brilliant. So on you July go 4th. to the hospital, you park on the top of the parking garage. Right. And there's a, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people do know about it. So it was, it was, there's a lot of parking spots that weren't available. But yeah, you go up there and you stand on top of your car or like you stand on the, on the ledge and you can see like all the fireworks from like, like you can, I saw like Venice. Like stand on your car? Some of them people were standing on their trucks and stuff like that. But Close to the edge? Yeah. It's dangerous. That's so much fun. But no traffic on the way out and parking. And if you got hurt. Right there. Hospital, baby. <laughs> you just go right downstairs. You don't even need to use the elevator. It's sad because I used to go to the hospital for pizza. Yeah. For the pizza? Yeah. There, when my first daughter was born in, the in 93, they had, a, they had Il Panificio. Oh, I love that place. Was in the hospital. No shit. And it's the only place you could get it. Now they're on Main Street. I know. That's they got two locations. Place. So now I'm like, we used to go just to the hospital for pizza. That's fucking great pizza. That's crazy, right? Who goes to the hospital for food? Nobody. Nobody. But I like those alt places for anything. But just like alt shout comedy. Out to El Panificios. That place is dope. Can I tell you a story about them? Yeah. So my dad had a uh, had a tailor shop. He's a tailor. And he had a tailor shop right next door to Your the... Dad was a tailor or is a tailor? He was a tailor. Can he still do pants? Yeah. <laughs> I knew this fucking... <laughs> I should have said what? shit. I mean, I... I did... Yeah. I mean, if we know somebody... We do know somebody. He's, okay, he was good. a master tailor. Really? Yeah, he was a... 25 year plus tailor like really good by the way um but he had a place called the fitting room and it was right next door to el panificios and el panificios by the way about as authentic italian as you can get they're very it's legit good. they import their water all that shit from new york and all that stuff really good pizza but also kind of like kind of kind of well, they got some you know, mixed things. up with the with the There's mob things happen a little bit. you don't say those words all right, mixed up with uh, things. I'll say. I'll say. We say things happen. I'll say a lot of Italian sports cars would pull up to that red Italian yeah. sports cars. So one time I saw this uh, like two Lamborghinis pull up in the front and two like wise guys. They got out of the car. They went in for maybe five minutes. Came back out with like envelopes and shit. And they got back in like that. And I was like eleven when I saw that. And I was like, I knew. I, I watched Goodfellas, you know, with my dad. And I'm like, I knew what was going on there. But they loved my dad because my dad was a tailor and they respected the fuck out of him. They're so small. Yeah. And they, they were, made their pants hemmed. Yeah, they were tiny guys, so he would they would come in and get their their suits, uh, you know, fitted for them. But they they were, they were like every time I went to like get pizza there, I was like, your dad is such a gentleman. Like it was weird, and I was like, oh cool. And then there was a smoke shop that moved in next to my dad's place, and my dad put up like signs saying like fuck these people essentially. Like he was basically saying he was like he was protesting the smoke shop that there was a smoke shop selling like because. Heroin needles. That's what he thought they were selling. Like heroin needles. Oh, I thought and because like it got into cocaine. The, the smoke got into the clothing. No, no. He just hated the drugs and all that shit. And then the guy came over. Came over and was like, threatened my dad and like told me really? to break his fucking legs if he, if he didn't take the the sign down. And then my dad was was talking about it at the pizza place, and they overheard it and they were like, "We'll deal with them." Uh, so they went over and talked to the smoke shop guy and they're like, "Why don't you leave this motherfucker alone? Otherwise, you're gonna have to deal with us." That's the last time the guy ever said anything to my dad. It's pretty interesting. So this has nothing to do with pizza. No, not at all. Yeah, they, they it just has to do with the mob. You know, I used to go in there and they were very rude serving really? their pizza. That's good though. Yeah, that's it just made me feel like I was in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was you like, want. They weren't over the top nice or like, what do you want? They're like, what do you fucking you know? Want? Pick something. I got you know. They would the, the girl that worked there was very abrupt, mm -hmm. 
and I, I I liked the pizza a lot. We used to put up with the attitude, and I felt like it's this is truly authentic right in this yeah. place. Get yelled at. But now this Taylor thing has got me interested. Yeah, my dad was a Taylor. First of all, the Italians, they're so short, most of them, that I know. Not in Italy. This I don't know what happened. Most of the clothes don't fit. I don't get it. When I went to Italy, everyone's tall. Yeah. Here, they're short. It's like something happened in the DNA on the way over. Yeah, yeah. Third generation, I'm tiny. There's yeah. there's something going on. But anyway, you know, a good Taylor and you're Italian, like that's that was the it's kinda like this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You don't buy a suit off the rack. We used to go to a place, and then my uncle would send you to another guy, and then he would do your suit, and then it'd take a week to get this. It was worth the this oh, this. It was an experience, yeah, to get a suit or or a pair of pants, like slacks. Seventh grade, eighth grade, I'm wearing slacks. Still. I'm not yeah, wearing yeah. jeans. Wow. And you had to get them all cut down the sides because my inseam is tiny. There's no way that I can okay. get them off the rack. Size isn't everything. Just short. The short part. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of other measurements that, <laughs> that they had to do nothing. In fact, it was it was hampering their ability to get the tape measure properly seated. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to have a tailor, a special person like that, it doesn't oh, exist anymore. No, it's a lost art. You know that well, nobody does. wants to spend that kind of. You have to have money. Yeah, it's it's definitely upper class. It's very niche. These are all the things that have disappeared over the years. But have you like the thing that that sucks is that people don't realize what they're missing out on. Fitted clothes, tailored clothes are the best fitting clothes you ever wear. Like they they fit you when you're sitting down properly. They fit you when you're standing. They fit you when you're running, jogging. Like they're perfectly fit to your yeah. body. I think what happened is also that you get used to ill fitting clothes. Yeah, you don't know what you're missing out on. You don't know. It's kind of like you were born into the ill-fitting society. Right. You never had the experience of wearing a shirt where the shoulder, the mm-hmm. seams on the shoulder here, all my seams would go into past the shoulder onto yeah, the arm. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't fit right. Right, right. Because I, look, when you have a little bit of a gut, you know, I've had a little bit of a gut my entire life. You have to buy the large versus the medium or the, the gut is mm-hmm. very well defined. Well, that's You what can I'm... see the whole everything. Yeah. Well, that's what, like, when you set up the whole idea of a tailor, too, people, like, forget this. It wasn't just that you'd go and get one suit off of them. You would get a suit off of them, or two, maybe even three, and then you'd come in every six months to get it fitted again. He would, you know what I mean? Because you either lost weight or you gained right, weight. Right, right, So, like, right, uh, like right. for instance, I know a tuxedo. Tuxedo is supposed to be, like, real fucking tight, like, right. no space. And you, you're supposed to get your tuxedo fitted every six months, like, guaranteed. Otherwise, it will not fit you right. And it's that, it's that lifestyle, though. You walk nice. in, you know the guy. It's not as expensive as you'd think it was, though. I don't think it is. There's, there's, it, it probably isn't expensive in the long run. Well, the initial cost is. But if you set up a good relationship with that tailor, they'll, like, fit your shit for, like, 10 bucks. And then he leaves. Yeah, and then you... He, he, d- he retires, and then what? Then you're fucked. You gotta go I find mean, you spent all this time yeah, yeah. with Mike's dad. My dad left. And then, I mean, it's not a hard job. He so what's that. he doing? No, it's a hard job. He got All it. he has to do is sit on that little stool with the tape measure. Oof, not He's sure. not actually cutting the clothes, is he? Yeah. He's measuring only. Why don't he just do no, the no. measuring only? Get someone to do the cutting. Because he was working by himself. I mean, there's got, no other tailors. Look. He worked for Tom James for a while. It's then he a tailor for... shop with an open mic in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. And a pizza place on the side. Imagine the dynasty we could have down here. I know. Everything that we talk about could be a dynasty. You have, have so many connections, suit. you don't realize that. My dad tailored one of my suits. I have a suit that looks fucking phenomenal. I look like a real gangster. So I told you I went to Jimmy Oz. Yeah. 
in LA. Five, five, eight and under is the yeah. name of the shop. I get these emails all the time. But the pants were two fifty. <sighs> but I should have bought them. <laughs> you didn't buy them, no. I think they will actually when they know your size. By the way, you can mail the clothes back and forth. Like they had a deal about that. Yeah, you. It would, just uh... seemed very, very. What it what it is is distraction of death. Do you understand? No. At your life, the entire life you're living is a distraction of you know you're going to die. So what can I do? Yeah. I get involved with a tailor. Yeah. And then this really makes me not even think about death at all. <laughs> I got a guy making pants for me in L.A. Yeah. That's just one of my little things happening. Yeah. I got a podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got all these things going on. Distracting me from death. And it reminds me of the good times, too. Tailors remind me of... The good times. The good old days? I never had them, but I'm saying it reminds me of them, <laughs> yeah. of other people right. who talked about these good times or movies yeah. that showcased, like when you talk about Goodfellas or Catch Me If You Can, where he would go get fitted for his you know, American Airlines outfit. Mm -hmm. These are people who were looked at as, as high society. Mm -hmm. Officer and a gentleman. No, that's not the movie. It's the one with the, with the prostitute. Richard Greer and woman? Pretty, Pretty woman. woman, right? He brings, he's in a tailor shop. One of my, one of my speakers for construction school would come in and he had his, what do they call Courier? Yeah. What's that word? Courier. Courier. Yeah. Meet him. Yeah. In the lobby of the hotel. Yeah. yeah. Right. And with a suit, with the, with the cellophane over, you don't see yeah, that no yeah. more. There were many days where you had the cellophane or the name of the company and a black kind of shrouded thing that covered your suits mm -hmm. you'd walk through the airport i walked through the airports with those yeah yeah not anymore. i used to hang them in first class and yeah, not anymore they're gone now i used to beg the stewardess because i was sitting in coach but there's something about like when you do wear a suit like the world does open up for you people take you way more seriously they, you could do. you could really yes you could fool a lot of people with a suit fool a lot of people with a suit and a good haircut that's that's also key well got, just attitude gotta have a good haircut like i don't know about today can we fool anyone with the, with the podcast look? No, no. But do we... See, I don't think today you're trying to fool anybody. No, I'm not trying to fool Why did we ever. have to fool everybody in the 70s and the 80s? Everybody ain't shit. It's all Why bullshit. did we have to act cool and not just be cool? Because, I don't know. Everyone had to look cool. What was that whole look about? Well, Why no, was that important? look cool today. You they know? do? Yeah. But it's the different look. No, I mean, yeah, totally different look. So you, when you say look style. cool today, yeah. is a panda t-shirt, rainbow socks? If it's not worn, if it's worn unironically, then no. Unironically. If it's worn ironically, then, then yeah, it is. You're cool. Ah, uh, okay. See, that's what my son's doing. Yeah. He's those, wearing panda shirts. A lot of those weird things <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, that he wears. Like, he'll wear a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> like, uh, my wife had a Krispy a Kreme. No, it's sweatshirt. Right, it's oh. green with a little Krispy Kreme logo. Yeah, and I'm like, why are you wearing that? Or he'll wear like anything I get for Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. Like one of my shirts with the girls' faces on it, or our best dad. Yeah, yeah. So it's all ironically worn. Yeah, he knows it's a conversation starter. Is that what it is? Yeah. People are looking at it and That's they want to talk about it. Think about it. If you have the confidence to wear something goofy and walk out, you're probably on the right path. Man. Really? Yeah. So I should change my look. No, I'm not. You can't pull it off. Your son can, but you can't. I've seen your son. Your son knows what he's doing. So the old people can't pull it off because they, they're wearing it purposely, yeah, not they're ironically. It. They're wearing it like I saw a guy today in the gym with a red, white, and blue bandana on. Springsteen? 
but he was this guy was almost 80. So Springsteen. And is that who you associate that with? Yeah. I mean, we used to see that all the time. The American easy, flag man. Easy rider to Springsteen, yeah, you know, yeah. 60s to 80s. He's trying too hard. Bandanas were big. But that's not, it's not, he's not trying. That's who he is. That's unironically. He looks like right. a Right, like that's a who loser. he is, though. So he can't even dress the way, and then I can't dress, but then he can't even adjust his dress because then he can't pull it off, you said. Mm -hmm. So what's he supposed to do? Quit the gym. He can't go out in public, is what you're saying. Yeah. Stay at home. This is so unfair. It is. I'm not happy with it. Why can't he at least try to wear a panda He doesn't have the confidence to pull it off. What if he does? He doesn't. I haven't seen it. <laughs> what did I wear today? Oh, an Iowa wrestling shirt. Is that bad? Was it like a sports shirt? Sweatshirt? No, it's just a t-shirt. Why the fuck do you have Iowa wrestling? Did you, did you I wrestle? went to Iowa and you, I wrestled. You went to Iowa State? No, Iowa University. You went to Iowa University? Yeah, the shirt matches what did I... Did you wrestle on the Iowa team? No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but people send you gifts. Like, I wrestled, but I didn't wrestle for Iowa. So, yeah. It's like wearing a football jersey like, of Brady. right? People like, wear the Tom Brady jersey. Why can't I wear an Iowa wrestling shirt? Because people are going to be like, hey, you wrestled for Iowa? Why do they take it so seriously? Because <laughs> it's so, like, it's just, unique. It's not unique. What There's if I, thousands of them. <laughs> if you were to wear a LeBron James jersey, Mike, I don't think yeah, right. No, would think you were LeBron James. No, no, exactly. But but if I wore a like Duke lacrosse shirt, people would be like, "You went played lacrosse." Was that you that did? Why the would thing? they take it so seriously? Because it's too, it's too like niche. Like people wear the John Deere cap. Yeah, it's too. That's broad. Everybody knows. Like, no, you don't drive a tractor. You know but they, he could work for Deere, <laughs> or his father does for Deere. Yes, for John Deere. Don't say it like deer. <laughs> like Why? Deer, so he works for them, or his no, dad does. No, no, that's no. But if you wore like a Best Buy shirt, people are like, oh, you work at Best Buy. No, see, I think that nobody reps Best that, Buy. That as a to brand. me, and my son would want that shirt. By the way, the Best Buy shirt because yeah, he doesn't work there. Exactly. I, uh, once again, ironically like I, wearing some, it. Some of these construction companies will give me shirts. You'll yeah. say maintenance in some county, like, you know, Pasco County maintenance. You're trying to blend in? No. What the fuck? They're just giving me stuff. What, what am I supposed to do with it? Uh, not wear it, ever. Then my son wants to wear it. Yeah, because he can pull it off. But it looks like I actually work for them. No, he, he look, you look like if I wore it. You're trying to. So I have to wear things that there's no possible way that I would be able mm -hmm. to pull it off. Yeah. But then I have to wear it ironically. Right. Okay. So like one of his shirts that are too tight. There you go. Now like you're on I'm, the right I'm, path. Like, I'm, like I yeah. can't even move in this shirt. And someone yeah, goes, yeah. that shirt's not yours. I know it's my son's. Is that yeah. stupid? And it still says world's best dad on it. <laughs> no. Even though it doesn't fit you at all. No, it's his shirt. No, I know. But he has a shirt that says world, world's all, best dad. His mine. <laughs> He's wearing my world's best dad shirt. I should steal each other's clothes. My embroidered often. with the little stick figure thing. Yeah, yeah. I never wore it, by the way, right? That's rude. I mean, I did. Maybe you didn't want to be the world's best dad. I did for a little bit. Did you think you were the world's best dad? <sighs> be honest. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why I didn't want to wear it. Because it didn't look cool. And I was a dad. It's fucked up. So I... Did you... <laughs> I have to apologize to somebody. <laughs> did you? Did because did, I did you not put up your kids' artwork on the fridge? No, I do that. I do all that stuff. Okay, that stuff doesn't bother me. Like I have tank tops with my kids' faces on it. It was just that one embroidered stick thing that set me off. Because yeah. I saw that little stick things on the back of SUVs, like yeah. the family of stick figures. I'm like, I don't want to be 
that guy. This. And I mean, you know, when you're in the comedy business, you're trying not to be a hack in any yeah. possible way. So maybe that was it. You know what's not hacky? Just abandoning your family entirely. That's how you get super. No, that's super hacky. That's exactly what every fucking entertainer does. That's what every entertainer does. To be with your wife for all this time. It's pretty original. Is rare. Yeah. Rare. It's fucking medium rare. I'm just really, I'm freaking out now about this whole, what do I wear? All right, let's talk about something more serious. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, this is super serious. Because I don't have any clothes (laughs) to wear tonight at all. First off, we've gone how long? What thirty <laughs> minutes without talking about the elephant on the street? What street? That your oh, the fire. parents are. I mean, your parents. Parents. Your, your neighbor's house burned down. Yeah. Well, here's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Nobody died, right? I don't know him. Did anybody die? No. Okay. Cool. No. 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 Not that I look. I don't know what's happening. I've heard some bits and pieces of information. I all I saw was twelve thirty last night. I'm taking a leak, and I saw some, like, cop lights, which, you know, could be anything. Did you think for a second, like, they found you? No, what I thought was, because there was a lot of fireworks going on. I'm like, yeah. okay, someone complained about the fireworks. Uh. Right? So I look out my window, and I see, like, a row, a row. I didn't see any fire. Yeah. But I saw rows of fire trucks, lights, cop wow. cars. So I went out, and then I saw the guy with the hose. A firefighter, I think they call him. And... <laughs> No, it's a, it's a, it's a I water, don't know. It's a water treatment guy. <laughs> I don't know who this guy could be. Yes. Then I put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, so it's coming from the truck. He's wearing the outfit. Must be a firefighter. The outfit. Yeah, like the garb. <laughs> well, he wasn't wearing it ironically. He's wearing his costume. He was not wearing it ironically. <laughs> he's, he's wearing his little red costume. <laughs> he was wearing it purposely. Saving on purpose. Lives. Well, I don't know. Is he? Is Uniform. that what you do? I mean, I don't believe anybody. Okay, so that's gonna be my Literally problem. Has a hose on fire. I don't think you're a fireman, man. Oh I don't. God. I just. You could be an arsonist. Well, oh. in some ways, it did validate my disbelief. Uh, you're fucking. No, I firefighter costume. I, I swear to God, when I drove by this morning, I go, "Oh, so there is a true need for firefighters." Yeah, they're real. But I didn't really think there was. <laughs> You know, because a lot of guys pull off the, oh, I'm a hero, and I eat chili, yeah, and I'm hanging <laughs> I out, chili. and I never hear about the fire part. Right. Well, when you see it, you go, okay. Fire. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. Putting out fires. Yeah. Well, do you believe everything in, until you see it? You have a hard time with God, don't you? Yeah, okay, so that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's relatable. No, that's those are two. I'm just saying. Like, if he appeared, if he like, appeared, we'd all be like, okay. If he appeared, you would be like, oh, you have your god costume on. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I had no yeah, idea. If, oh yeah, especially if we if he mimics it exactly. Yeah. The, you know the fucking halo ring or whatever the wings, whatever God's doing. God doesn't have wings. He doesn't need them. We don't know. We've never seen a picture I, of it. We have seen a picture. of We've god. seen Jesus. We've seen the There's one. no God picture? Yeah, there is the guy. He's like touching. Is that, a, is that supposed to be God? Yeah. It's the Michelangelo to, picture yeah, on touching. the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, he's touching him. I didn't know that was God. With just his finger. Who would? supposed to be a personification of. Just an old guy, by is the way. Is he a chunky guy? What if God <laughs> is a 12-year-old? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's no age. You can't be. And we don't even know what a year means with God. <laughs> we don't. You know, we don't flip this conversation on <laughs> fucking head. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Try to define years. Omnipresent. So uh-huh. hold on, I have to suit another this time talk. Another, oh, please, another human God. construct. That <laughs> <laughs> you guys are involved in. I need some fucking juice for this. <sighs> okay, so I saw the fireman. <laughs> right, but not like I did in the Richard Scary books. Hit. I don't know why, but the way you said fire, man. <laughs> because he's, he's an adult. <laughs> he's an adult. You know these are people who are responsible for things, right? They're not bringing comics into this. We're not going to get to audition all- for the firefight job. We're not going to audition. <laughs> no one's getting that one. In comedy, the role, the role, of, role, of, the role of running up the steps is not going to me. Fire, man. Right. We're not getting it. I can't pull off high vis. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're wearing now yeah, yeah it's not red you think they're red with it's red like caps i was looking for dalmatians everything was Dude, like are out you of serious yes because dalmatian? i haven't seen it i haven't seen the real i told kelly i go this is the first do you know of any fires did you put boots... <laughs> <laughs> did you put boots on for this conversation i feel like you did a boot i feel like you put boots on yeah oh no no no, no I had... what do you mean on? I have just my shorts on. I don't know. Like, I just imagine you're like looking at all these like real men working, and you're like, I'm going to put my boots mm, on. I didn't just... go near them. I, I stayed like, I didn't want them to see me. I was worried because they were flashing that light. And I thought, oh, what if they hit me with the light and they catch me looking through the trees? Yeah. I thought I was getting in trouble. Like you, yeah, like you're I was immediately, I was, yeah. I was like, I was in my own house, and I thought I was going to get in trouble. If there's ever a time to burn down your neighbor's house, it's on 4th of July. Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Hold on, wait, wait. So let's, let's go back into the fire. So. Was this a case of people having too much money? Oh God, here we go. No, no, no. no, no. You hate the white man, don't I you? I hate. I hate. <laughs> I hate these white men. Yeah. <laughs> Your neighbors can suck a dick. I'm <coughs> no, not. No, I don't mean that. No, I'm joking. No, but it couldn't. This be. is a case of like where it's a used house. But this is, is this a case. It wasn't a new house. It was a what? Most houses are used. Right. Yeah. Well, he's talking about a different group of people. These houses that. We what the bought, fuck are you talking about? We bought them used. They're First existing off. homes. First off, you We're already not ruined all of your chances of trying to defend this argument because you called a working <laughs> firefighter a, a fucking fire man. Well, that's what they call a costume. Them. Yes. So you're so insulated already no, from this fire. Because of what, my childhood? <laughs> no, because of what you No, live. I look at the Richard Scary books to see what goes on <laughs> in the world. There's a baker. Sometimes they're dressed like dogs, these firemen. <laughs> no. Yes, they are. <laughs> Clifford, he was the big red dog, and I believe he okay. was he a fireman. Point being, <laughs> was this was this a case where they were like, let's buy, let's buy $2,000 worth of fireworks. Oh, you have such, your stories that you create about the privileged, with some of this poor guy with an existing home. <laughs> What do you that, mean existing home? This what, it wasn't built new. He, <laughs> well, must, he bought it. It was, it was handed now. down. Yeah, yeah, he had to buy it in oh. an existing structure right, right. that wasn't brand new. It's like buying used pants. It's like thrift store shopping. We should. <laughs> That's what we did in this neighborhood. We bought thrift houses <laughs> yeah, right. to then live in and then obviously didn't have the means to put in you know, su- suppression systems. I've never been to a Goodwill with an HOA. I've never been in or a gated Yes, community. you have. Yeah. All Goodwills are in shopping plazas that are run by some type of restriction. <laughs> yes, and that's that, the same. And yeah. this, there, if this guy was so wealthy, he would have had, first of all, a suppression system. What's the suppression system? It's a big word. Yeah. And it's it means sprinklers. <laughs> 
No home has sprinklers. You understand it? We're not commercial structures. Dude, he caught his roof on fire, clearly. I don't know how it happened, but... Had to have. Yeah, we don't know the story yet. It'd be funny if it wasn't related to fire. Did you look? Did you see the house? Oh, yeah. It's gone. way worse. I, than... I thought it was just a garage. When no, I was, no, it's the way gone. It... It's gone. Now, by the way, I'm, I'm not making... like this. I feel really bad for this family. Yeah. I assume they have insurance. I could be wrong. I think sucking. insurance covers this. Yeah. Because everyone's asking me that question. I go, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Accidental fire. Yeah. Unless they did it on purpose. They're fine. I mean, I, this is what I heard. They were sitting on the curb. One of my neighbors tried to go up to them. The police wouldn't let anyone talk to them. Kelly wanted to talk to them because they were like, do they need anything? You know, yeah. whatever we can do to help. There's community. no community message right now. So we don't know what's going on. But most likely, you know, they're they're not even around anymore. They're they're in a hotel or something. Oh, I thought you meant like they're burned no. up. No, no, Oof. like you can't stay in that house and you can't do anything about it right now. So what are you going to do? You can't even live in it. No, so it sucks. It's going to have to be completely torn down. But I thought it was just a garage and I heard them breaking windows. I'm like, oh, shit, they're breaking the friggin' windows in this house. Yeah. Try to spray this thing down. Yeah. So didn't realize how bad it was till I saw the news story. There's a picture because I didn't see any fire. Yeah. Well, never you- saw a fire. Never heard a siren. So you must have been woken up after the fire. I was taking a leak. No, thank God for my prostate. Deep sleep. Woke me up. Yeah. Although I couldn't do much about it. <clears throat> we had a fire back here when I first moved here, and it got about 30 feet from my house. Damn. The whole backyard was on fire. Foxfire Golf Course. <laughs> Foxfire Golf Course? Yeah. Is that ironically or unironically? What do you mean? Do they name it after it caught on fire? Or no, that it? was the name of it. It's almost like they were going for it. Like, Someone stole a car, drove it on there, I guess set it on fire. <laughs> this is an amazing story. And then the fire, we were in here for three months, and I was on my way to the mall. Yeah. One of my buddies is a firefighter. He got the message over his radio, called us, and we started heading back, and there was no no one here, no firefighters, nobody. And there was a fire in my backyard. I pulled the hose out. <laughs> you started battling right? that fire. And yeah. the firefighter recognized me and goes, This is not a comedy club. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and he had masks on and he had big hoses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had my little hose, <laughs> which was keeping it away from the, you know. You yeah. had your cute little firefighter outfit on. How That's adorable. what I'm saying. That's kind of what but I'm saying. But there's real, like, there's I identified these people. Yes, you have to. Look, when I saw them, it was just weird seeing all the authorities with their uniforms. And going, okay, I get it. I see why we're doing this. We have we have trucks and support people. Yeah. We have certain like county cops have a green outfit now. Yeah, yeah. And they have white trucks. Mm. We need that. Yeah. We need the lights. It's amazing how it all works. Are you how are you having an epiphany? (laughs) You've been through this. I don't understand what's happening. I've only seen them. I've seen so many fake firefighter calls. Fake. That's why it's throwing me off. Yeah, because like if a guy, like I saw a guy in uh, Key West, right? Mm. Okay, not really doing anything wrong. How do you feel about people who are riding around in their underwear and maybe, I don't know, smoking a joint? Yeah. Something, right? As long as you're not hurting anybody. Right, so probably that's what he was doing. Yeah. When we rode by on our bikes, it looked like he was just had underwear on, <clears throat> Maybe this guy lived on the streets, but they had fucking every fire truck, every cop car for this one guy. 
Really? I mean, this is constant. This is Did what you, I see all the time. You, They bring out three fire trucks and six cop cars. Well, there's so many protocols and shit. But I'm just saying, it's such a waste of manpower. Mm-hmm. And then what are we doing with this guy? What did he do wrong? Yeah. Did he bother somebody? Probably. So, it's a fake call. That's a fake call. Damn. So, if there's too many fire trucks, too many cop cars over nothing, like there's just an argument or maybe even someone hurts their back. I've seen that at a a hotel guy hurts their back at a hotel. All of a sudden you got six fire trucks and four because they thank God there's not that much for them to do, but it's causing me to see false calls. You You understand? I guess so. Yeah. It's an over response. Yeah. 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 Well, they probably get annoyed by that too. When they come out and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you had trouble breathing. I I don't. (sighs) Yeah. Can't they change the system? I think we should start it right now. <laughs> we should. Why do we need three fire trucks <laughs> and the and the lieutenant? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's just too. I'm sure much. it costs a lot. The state a lot of money. It's costing a fortune. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Dude. That's why I'm saying I when not, I saw a real use I, of what they could do. I'm gonna be real with you. I did not plan for this to go this direction i'm gonna be real with you i just want to talk about your neighbors what do you think direction's gonna go of course it's gonna apply to (laughs) real life stuff try to redesign firefighting i didn't (laughs) didn't think that that's what we were gonna do today Uh, why does donnie look so disgusted with me because he wanted to be a firefighter this is important that we don't waste the resources you watch cops no ever i watched I watched a few episodes of cops. Yeah, there's a lot of cops episodes where you go, really? Well, they yeah. call them for this? For this guy? For this guy? Yeah. <sighs> I've seen funny episodes of cops, though. I know it's funny to watch Some, people no. get chased and, no, no, and not hurt even and that. beat. I understand what Just you're saying. Just ironic shit. Like, one time I saw an episode of cops, and they were arresting this one guy for drinking. Or no, for like doing something completely unrelated. And then there was this other guy who was his neighbor or something. And he was just kind of walking across the scene. And he had two beers. And he was double fisting. And they just arrested him too. And he was like, I live right there. And they're like, nope, you're arrested for drunk in public. And he was just so they dismayed. Open? Huh? They were open container? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Motherfucker was like walking across his lawn, essentially. And not in front of the cops. I know, but he was just trying to get a better look. I don't blame the I guy. I mean, have you ever taunted the police? No. It doesn't work. Yeah, they're not they're not really ones to they be. They don't taunted. like the joke. No, I know, no, yeah. That's the problem. I got pulled over though, and I think because this guy did taunt the police, it's it helped me out. Yeah. He was driving by and taunting them while yeah. you were being pulled over? Like, okay, so I got pulled over for my tag light being out. Whatever. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Tag light. This cop was bored. But so he pulls me over and then he's like, I've been, I've like been pulled over like once before in my life. So like I was not, I was like a little unfamiliar. You know what I mean? So I have like my hands on the steering wheel and shit. So he, he just thought I looked nervous because I'm like, I thought you're supposed to show your hands. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how's it going? He's like, you can, <laughs> you can move your hands. I was like, oh, okay. And, he, and then he's like, you, he's like, I just need license registration. Open up my glove compartment. There's like thousands of papers in there. So I just started handing him pieces of paper. I was like, is this it? Is this it? And he was like, no, it's not it. And then as he's like getting frustrated, this dude drove by, like right by him on a uh, moped. Mm. Andrew's just like, Whoa, right by him. And we both at the same time were like, oh my God. And we both like screamed a little bit. And he was like, motherfucker. And he had his hand on his on his gun. His weapon. Yeah. And then he was like, motherfucker. And he started cursing in Spanish a little bit. And then he was like, 
at this point, he looked back at me. He was like, you're just annoying. He's like, get out of here. Really? Yeah. So if you annoy them enough. No, no, I mean, he was just, this is more of a important thing. I've here. tried to annoy people to the point on purpose to get out of something. Yeah, well, you just become like more, you're not worth it. You just become not worth it. Like they just don't want to deal with you. You know what I mean? Is like, there a problem? If you know, I think annoying is funny. But what if it's funny for you? Yeah. Yeah. And if someone else doesn't like the annoying, that's funny. It's funnier. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what if they'll, they don't want to see you anymore because of the annoying? Hopefully they don't have any <clears throat> positions of authority. What if they're married to you? <laughs> like there's so many times where I want to like tease my, my wife. Yeah. And then the whole thought process goes through my head, right? She didn't like it. Mm -hmm. then I say it was just a joke. Then she goes, well, it wasn't funny. And then I'm like, you got to loosen up. And she goes, then why did you do it anyway? Like, so there's this whole conversation about it. I'm like, she's right. Why do I always have to, is it just because I'm spoiled? Probably. I'm spoiled. She allowed it too much. Yeah. It's gotten to a point where it's unmanageable. And now it's not really my fault. No, it's, oh, no, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> No, it's, <laughs> it's your fault. No, it can't be. Kelly, if you're listening to this, I agree with you. He's no, annoying. Because I was taught no, no, no. to annoy. No. You taught her that there was no other way of life. Yeah, but then she, so she accepted, accepted it. it. Right. But not consensually. Willingly. No. No, this isn't the same as choking. If it's she, no but what if she laughs? So, but sometimes she yeah, laughs. Did, did you set up a safe word for her to, like, when oh, you're annoying the we fuck did out have of that. her? We, we had something like that. Like chunky monkey when you're like really pissing her we off. We had that with business. Like just say, I just said, if you're busy with your work, just say I'm busy and I'll walk away. Like we tried. Safe word. <laughs> That's just a direct. Would you have to give me more direction? Than no. <laughs> no, I'm like busy. The word has to have more than, it's got to have meaning. Like move. <laughs> Get out. I'm, yeah. I, I'm really good with those. But those aren't, you've pushed her to using action words against words. you. Yeah, but see, yeah. she said she she used to. I mean, not used to. She still laughs at a lot of this stuff. All right, well then she's just enabling you. But is she entertained? Maybe. Okay, that's it then. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's fine. That's no, no, that's not it. You almost have me worried because you get a laugh every couple days. Doesn't mean it's no. Fine. It's, well, it happens quite a bit. Oh, this is like so you can still make her laugh. Oh my god, that's kind of, in the house with nobody around. Wow. She, oh, she, I had her, and then by the way, she's a willing participant for laughter at all moments. Like, that's all she wants. <laughs> I don't buy that either. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's very rare that she does not want to laugh. She, she wants to laugh. That's why I'm trying so hard. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the marriage together by. Yeah, you're dancing monkey over here. Whatever I got to do. Perform. I'm being bullied. No, no, I'm being bullied by my wife. That's not how this is. I, no, no, I seriously. No, no, no. You guys have made me so no, 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 enlightened. I swear to God. No, right? No. That is true. Not a chance. I am totally being manipulated and bullied all the time. I don't even know it by the people I thought loved me. No, it's not at all. All right, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because they expect it. They expect it now. Why are you just? What's wrong? That's what. They, <laughs> that's what they say. What's wrong with you? If I'm not always on, if I'm not smiling and happy. Oh, what's wrong? I go nothing. <laughs> like I can't be a normal human. 
No, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. So I have to then perform. Yeah. What do you think they signed on for? They want to laugh the rest <clears> of their <throat> lives. That's why you marry a comic. Okay. Hey, so you're then, fucked. So then when the joke goes wrong, just like on stage, you can't blame the audience. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame the audience. Right? You're right. It's, In the words of Seinfeld, this applies more than ever before. I thought it was Cosby. <sighs> yeah, it's Cosby. One of the rapists. <clears throat> What I have to what I have to do then is realize that the joke was not delivered right, or it was the yeah. wrong type of joke. Yeah, yeah. Because she has her own comedy, which I try to stay in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. That this joke would work, you know, always. It's not biased because you start doing biased type of jokes, like oh, this is her preference type of joke. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> then you get skewed. Mm. It's like working for the old people only. Yeah. Like yeah. If you go to McCurdy's or if you <clears throat> go to you know, a club that is catering in an older crowd. Come the crowd pleaser. Then you become, oh, they like this kind of joke. Right, right. People, so people I have, that's when I think I go wrong. Mm-hmm. Is when I experiment with the new jokes on her. This is a new joke. This is not the typical Carmen thing. We try something new tonight. <laughs> See how it works. It's fucked up. It isn't. It works. It's a relationship. It's fucked up because. <clears throat> this uh, there's a clip of me calling you out for this actually where i'm like this isn't a podcast this is an open mic now yeah well, what are we supposed to be doing <laughs> you just i don't understand what my role is here you find people to <laughs> test material on motherfucker no i don't <laughs> yes you do or the hard ones or do you have friends or do you have audience members yeah, that's what you have to decide I think my fr- like you're right you're the one who told me my my friends the closest of my friends don't care about what I really have to say. No, they just want to make fun of you. I tried to tell this to Kelly yesterday. Yeah. That real friends don't want to talk to you about any real issues. They don't. If they do, that's super serious. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most friends want to buzz balls with each other, have a good time with each other. You start getting serious with yeah. some serious talk, they will start pushing you out of the friend group. Yeah, it's... You ever seen women, that? I think, do different. I think women actually talk seriously about things. They're not trying to bust each other's balls all the time. No, no. They're really trying to discuss things. Guys, we don't ever want to discuss nothing. I don't. If I do, no, because then you become this dickhead fucking correcting historian. I don't want to be that guy. Real friends don't need to put on an act for each other. No, it's ball busting. Well, not even that. I just meant like. You don't have to be smart for your friends. You don't have to be funny for your friends. You're just like real friends. You can just kind of be yourself around. And you you can be quiet with them. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you can share just a moment of silence and not feel the pressure. Yeah. I know that. Look, I I have been in real friend relationships. (laughs) You're saying that like very defensively. No, because it's being directed. It's been directed. at. No, I'm not saying I have them currently. (laughs) I said I have been in these relationships. Because as you get older, you lose these people. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, I accidentally called one of my buddies from college, Mm -hmm. right? Misdialed his number or Mm -hmm. pressed the wrong thing, right? And he answered the phone by saying, okay, this is weird. You never call me. What happened? I go, I accidentally dialed your number. And then we talked Uh as if we hadn't dropped a beat in 10 years. Yeah. But that's the kind of friend he is. Even yeah, though yeah. we haven't talked, mm-hmm. you know, we're fine that we haven't talked. 
There's not much to do with each other no more. Yeah. We're not hunting for uh, for women anymore. We're not going out there to find spouses. We're not trying to go through college. We're not trying to find jobs. You know, we're, we're not doing anything. No. Yeah, whatever it, guys do together, yeah. because we're afraid to do it by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you find your spouse like I have, the worst thing that could be introduced into my life is one of my single buddies who got divorced or hasn't got married. You, yeah. you, you don't want him back in your, your life. He's not good for the relationship. Mm -mm. And he, he wants to go back, back, back. This What's is why he's divorced. To take you with him. Right. Yeah. It's the worst thing possible. Mm -hmm. But for women, I don't think that's true. I think women can pretty much, I think they're, you know, smarter yeah. about, like me, you know, not knowing exactly why someone's mad. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a guy that's like a you issue i don't i can always tell what somebody's mood is like why they're pissed i think it's me <laughs> it's not just me it's, you. it's guys every guy i know dude all of you are like are so removed from your actual sensibilities <clears throat> and you know what i mean well i think it's again it's an age thing because I, I just read something again this morning Oh, about well, the, about the, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. This, this, this will, like, I think, proves your point. I went in front of an audience of like 20 year olds and I asked if anybody had tried to kill themselves before. Oh my God. Why Fucking, is this, why is this oh, comedy? Wait, 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 it, it, was, it was funny. It was a funny story. <clears throat> but I asked if anybody had tried to kill themselves and like 18 people raised their hands. Come on. I'm not kidding you. But that's not a If joke. I would have said that in front of a, right, if I would have said that in McCurdy's audience or like an older audience, they would have been like, fuck you. I ain't no bitch. Like, no. I don't try to kill myself. No, no, no. You know they what I mean? They would feel sad. No, they would be like, no, nobody's here to try to kill themselves. Like, we. They would actually about? ask you to come off the stage <laughs> no, yeah, and yeah. try to hug you. No, yeah, I know. They wouldn't have been able to relate to it. They would have been like, no, they they don't want to talk about to it. Kill yourself? They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Have you thought about suicide? Trying to kill yourself is that the question? That was the question. Yeah. Trying actually. Have you actually attempted suicide? This is a, this is a deep deep issue. Oh, trust me. When all those hands went up, I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, my God. Like, were they joking? No, no. They were ironic hand-waving? No, most of them were very serious. <clears throat> but. When do we know the irony but, is happening? But they all laughed at the jokes. They all thought it was super funny. They didn't, well, because they're alive. No, because they they are all familiar with the idea. The idea, yes. When you've, when you've dealt with, <clears throat> like, suicidal thoughts or something like that, you, I've, it, people look at it as weakness. I think it actually does make you a little bit stronger. I think that everybody has thought about it. Yeah. The difference is the stigma attached was so great back at, when I was being raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said raised. Yeah, I saw that. And I was going to hold back on that word. Because <laughs> well, I, I wasn't really raised. raised. Yeah, yeah. I was produced and then let go. <laughs> And it kind of just like an amphibian. It kind of yeah, like something that I don't know how. It's not raised. What would what's the opposite? What's, it's not the opposite. It's the same thing as I. I mean, I, I expanded. I don't know what's I, happening. I've right grown, <laughs> but I wasn't raised. Like I didn't have guidance. No, I know. It was there was no. You know. No. I, it's like a like a bowling ball in a gutter is directed. Yeah. There's no. I didn't have any wheels. direction. Yeah. But I was still thrown out there. Yeah. Ah. Oh. You should have killed yourself. <laughs> I never thought about it. Never, Is that amazing? No, not back amazing. then. 
No, just now though. Like, well, you know, later on in life, you don't think. I don't think about killing myself. I think about death in general, and yeah, but that's different. And how I would die, how I'd want it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I was ever. Yeah, it's a so distraught thing. that yeah. I would think about, or even attempting though. That's even crazy. Yeah. So those people have to be found. I guess so. So we'll do this again. Go to Kaaba and ask them, and then we'll arrest them all. They must be stopped. For He's having feelings? Murderers. <clears throat> for having feelings and wanting to end those feelings? Well, they're trying to stop everyone from killing themselves. Eh. There's a, there's a fence on the Skyway Bridge now. I know. Just let it happen. Now you got to climb the fence. You could do like one more, one more like laborious task, right? And then, like, God damn it. What I've been thinking is, if that fence does not stop people, if they climb it and then are able to still jump over it, they're gonna put razor wire up there. One more task. Did I tell you this already? You know what? It's all they're doing is just trying to make it like you got to really want this suicide. There's all kinds of other places <laughs> like, to jump. There's no, all kinds of places. To... It's just, it's just like raising the stakes. Like, how badly do you want to kill yourself? Because you're gonna have to do like sweat. And cut yourself and hurt yourself. So then they they would you that would be honorable. Then. It's like a proving ground of, of suicide. So that's honorable. Yeah, it's an honorable like suicide would be this guy worked hard. Yeah, like you could write it up <laughs> in the paper that way. He climbed a twelve foot wall. He, had, he with, ran the Spartan straight yeah. off a cliff. Yeah, for real. He burned like fourteen hundred calories before the suicide. Like for real. We have his Fitbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have the last readings on his Fitbit. You know how many steps he took? All of them. In fact, when he hit the water, he just started paddling. Like he, he really tried. Oh my God, that's a great joke. You, better, you might have to incorporate that now. Yeah, that's funny. The idea of oh, yeah, getting the last it. readings I'm off of the Fitbit. That. Yeah, yeah. To see how much effort he put into he put a, a suicide. Lot of effort for the suicide. That's damn funny. Yeah. You're Ironically, welcome. wearing a Krispy Kreme sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we're done. <laughs>